Welcome to the post-game recap of Bears on Tap, guys. I am your host of the night, Premier Amp. Joined, as always, Ethan Wiles, Brandon Suarez. Everybody's here tonight, and I just have to say this quick message to everybody. Make sure you go to Bears on, or uh, go to HuntTapSports.com. Check out all your uh, podcasting and all your little articles for Chicago sports. And guess what, guys? We suck again! So, welcome to the show, guys. How's everybody doing tonight? I'm sure fan-fucking-tastic. The ledge has been jumped off of Aaron. I am 150,000% off of Mitchell Trubisky. I no longer want him as the quarterback of the Chicago Bears. We are stuck with him, obviously, at least until the next of en- the end of next season, I believe. But it is time to start for another quarterback the writing is on the wall this is the worst offense that i've seen honestly i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be honest with you and this is this is coming from probably you know i'm not gonna say i'm the biggest bears fan on this you know podcast i like to think i'm one of the biggest bears fans in the fucking world i have not seen an offense at any level of football look as bad as we do especially with the pieces in place that we have and we have the offensive genius who calls seven rushing plays all game. Well, they Brandon, call 54 times. We've Brandon, gone over real, this stat. You don't throw Brandon, the ball real, over 45 times and win, bro. It doesn't happen. But, Brandon, real quick, because you brought that that stat up. Let's go over this real quick before we get into some some details in the night. And uh, I, I lose okay, you completely. And, and so, Ethan, I'm sorry, brother. I love you. we got to introduce you, too. But, God. Like, it's just so frustrating. So let's go over this, and and then I'll give Ethan the floor for a minute here. So real quick, Bears lose this game 36-25, all off of the leg of the legendary Eddie uh, Pinero, who is a onside kicking genius that almost brought us back into this game. But abysmal game stat-wise, guys. You could pull up Mitch Trubisky's stats in the morning and go, oh, man, I missed a pretty good game by Mitch. No, you didn't, because it was all at the end of the game. Um, So it, it was bad. Really, really bad game. Uh, time of possession was absolutely absurd. Uh, New Orleans had, you know, 15 more, you know, minutes than us. The only plus side was they were, they didn't get penalized that bad. But your third down efficiency was two for fucking 12, man. Two for 12. That's horrible. 
And, and it just was bad all around. The, the yardage was bad. The, the rushing attempts, like you said, compared to the passing attempts, that doesn't that that shouldn't happen. Um, so really, other than that, I mean, Ethan, go right ahead. What do you got for me? Well, uh, you know, first of all, I'm doing good. You know, uh, nobody got to, we didn't get to me on how, how we were doing, so I'm good. Um, no, I know I mean, you're doing good. You're the positive yeah. man around here. I know. Positive, I know. positive vibes only. Out on that all ledge jump. <laughs> ledge, I, you were just way off the ledge after the first period. There. <laughs> I told you guys on Thursday, I had several ju- several ledges ready to jump off of, and a handful of, of them were jumped at least tonight. <laughs> Give Ethan the floor, damn it. No, I I think uh, you know obviously all the attention today was was on the offense, um, and they they clearly did not rise to that attention. So, um, you know, first of all, we talked about it uh, on the podcast last week about you know if this team was going to be good coming off the bye week, and it wasn't even the case of you know the defense looked good and the offense didn't. You know, all three phases: special teams, offense, defense. They were not there today. Um, you know, I, I don't think, and the first half really showed that the saints were that good of a team. The bears just gave up in the second half. And the thing that I'll go off on the tangent about, because, you know, yes, I still, I still think that there's something there with Trubisky. I, I know you guys will, you know, will shit on me for that, but that's fine. But the thing that bothered me the most about today in the second half was that it looked like the play calling was a game of Madden football. You're down by two scores, so let's just chuck the ball deep on, you know, second down. And, you know, not to mention the fact that at the end of the first half, we ran the ball five times. Five times. You have Tariq Cohen, you have David Montgomery, and you have Mike Davis. You hyped up this three-back set all preseason. It run DMC? Come on, that's not even, not even true. Like, you have explosive running backs out of the backfield. You have guys that can run it in the trenches and we abandon it. You didn't even start it, bro. You didn't even I, start it. That's a problem. The, running, the train or the train has not left the station all year. And it, you know, well, it starts and you, with the offensive line, but I'm gonna be honest, man. Like, I don't know. I like Montgomery. I like Cohen. I like Mike Davis, but I don't know what it is that Nagy doesn't like about him because he's not getting the touches that, you know, when you buy into a system and there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of different guys that all have talent. When you came to the Chicago Bears team, obviously Cohen was drafted and Montgomery was drafted into it. You already have that role. Like they're, they're such forward thinkers. And it's like, they had a whole off season to prep this offense. They got all the weapons in place Anthony Miller is healthy. Javon Wims had a great offseason. We drafted David Montgomery. Tariq Cohen just came off a great season. And we picked up Mike Davis, Cordero Patterson, everything. We were all so excited just to see a product on the field that was worth spending money for. And it's like, this year, we are a night and day difference than last year. And Our I'm gonna- offense last year is better than this shit stain of an offense yeah, you have, right? no doubt. And that's no doubt. And last visible. year's offense was, you know, they had a couple stat padding games, you know, like like the one uh, against the Buccaneers and stuff like that. But my thing, and, and this is the one thing that I want all of our listeners and all Bears fans to think about, okay? And I want you to think about the margin of error. I don't know if you guys have seen any given Sunday, but football is a game of inches, okay? 
take you back to whatever it was, January, December, whatever, double doink, all that. Think about this in perspective. Think about this as a Bears fan without being biased about it. But what if this team doesn't get to the playoffs this year? What if this team doesn't get to the playoffs next year? We're going to start running out of money. We're going to start having the contracts are going to start coming up. This team can and will miss their window if they do not fix the issue at quarterback and on the offensive side of the ball. Some of the play calling is kind of bushly. The offensive line play is, you know, below average. The quarterback play is below average. But our receivers are capable. Our running backs are capable. And we've seen this offensive line be capable. The only person on this offense that we have seen a glimmer of hope, you know, last season, a glimmer. We thought he was going to be great this year. We thought he was going to hit the ball rolling and just roll with everything that happened last year was Mitch. And Mitch has not showed me a damn thing this year. He didn't show us anything rookie year. And he had somewhat of a mediocre season, but enough for him to get into the Pro Bowl after a couple people got out. So my thing is, is and yeah, I want to be positive. Yes, he's our quarterback. I want to stick behind them. It's it's not it's hard. It's 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 yeah. It's you know you brought up the point before we recorded. It's like a non-healthy relationship. You know what I'm saying, Aaron? It's like mm-hmm. every week you're like, all right, Mitch is gonna give us something different. Mitch yeah. is gonna throw three touchdowns, maybe run for sixty yards, do you know do what he does. What and happened to the running for Mitch? We don't see that anymore. They yeah. they want to coach up and say the fact that they're not telling him not to run and they're not telling him to run, but the kid has legs run the ball. I'm not saying make designed runs for him, but when something falls through like the you know fourth and uh, and three today where he chucks the ball and it, and it goes nowhere and that's your piss poor attempt at a, a fourth down, the kid rolled out, he can he can take that and run with it. He can outbeat some players. But there's several things I want to bring up really quick and I'll let you keep going, Brandon. But this, guys, and this isn't being talked about quite and I don't know why, but this is officially the very first game in the Matt Nagy era, that he has lost by more se- more than seven points. Yeah, and I mean first game he got it, out coached. He got paddle whipped by Sean Payton today. Sean Payton out coached with an undermanned team, with an undermanned team, and with a fullback fucking toss. What? Hey, it, you gotta, Teddy you gotta Bridgewater. Go back. You gotta go back to your roots. That's some high school football but that's shit, what my guy. I don't want to get I'm done I'm done with this cute shit. The first play, I knew we, we were talking about how we got upset and we knew this game was SOL when the punt got and why openly just walked right through and blocked a punt. The play that I also knew we were in trouble was the first play from the line of scrimmage. You handed the ball off up the gut to Tariq Cohen on the first play. <laughs> you know the Saints are good. On the interior of their defensive yeah, line. Yeah, so you send the I, smallest guy in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, to run up the gut? Are you hey, fucking don't, stupid? Don't get me wrong. Tariq Cohen can do some damage on a draw play, you know, up the gut. Right. But if you're sending him on a dive, straight, you know, A-gap, B-gap, he's going to get right. swallowed up whole. Yeah, he went right up the side with white hair, and I was like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, you give the ball to Montgomery that – just do something and i'm like what the shit are we doing here and, and yeah. then you just pile it on with the you know and then all of a sudden they're in a fucking third and eight they have a piss poor attempt on third and eight they talked all week for the last even two weeks oh we need to stop with these third and longs and it's like well guess what you came out in your first drive 
<laughs> third and eight. And then you threw a ball and it was shit. And then you punted it and it got blocked. And thank God for Pat O'Donnell punching the ball out of the end zone and only giving up two very, points. Very heads up play by Pat O'Donnell. And too, might I add, he got pretty physical down there. He was, he was, you know, as a punter or a kicker. That's fucking mad. Yeah, not too many times, you know, in a game are you presented the opportunity where you're going against, you know, the actual football players. Punters are people too. Pat O'Donnell proved it today. That was a great heads up play in the end zone, and that was a great, you know, in the grand scheme of things, if we were able to keep it close, could have been a key play. But you know, and I have to just dive off the cliff on somebody else because I know everybody was hyped up on him this week. But I'm uh I'm gonna toss in. I'd have to really break down like footage and watch it again. But I'm gonna toss in my hat and jump off the fucking uh, Rashard Coward train already, cause he did a bitch move today. He let Tariq Cohen get made fun of for his height, and do you know what Rashard Coward did? Turned around and walked back to the huddle. Yeah, that's your little brother, man, and that's the thing Come too. On, like, bro. like go stick up for your boy. Hey, don't get you know, don't get it twisted. Fighting in football is absolutely ridiculous. But I'd be lying to you I'm to tell you about if no, no, I know, but I'd be lying to you know, I'd be lying to listeners. I'd be lying to you. I'd be lying to Ethan if I told you I ain't take a swing at a face mask or two in my playing days. And as an offensive lineman, you got to at least get in the face. Just get you in the face. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying you know, screw up the drive or screw and up that, the play. And, but, and that's something for one that would not happen with Kyle Long, and for two. Right. With the com- camaraderie and chemistry that the team had last year, this would not happen on the tour. They're off. So. They're off the tracks. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what Matt Nagy said in his press conference tonight after the game. I'm telling you, they're off their fucking. They're off their rockers. They're not totally playing. I mean, they're playing for each other, but not 100 percent for each other because there's a couple people I have some bones to pick with. You know, I'm happy with what Allen Robinson did tonight. You know, Allen Robinson did tonight, but at the same time, his touchdown, you know, catch, and then to go talk shit to the you know, Marshawn Lattimore or whatever he did. And then it's like Marshawn Lattimore just pointed up and said, look at the scoreboard. And you're kind of like, okay, well, you did great, Alan, but don't do that. You're losing, man. And then the same thing with, uh, you know, was it Cohen too? I think he talked shit or something. And you're like, you guys know you're losing, right? Like, just, just well, yeah, be- and, and that's the thing too. Like, okay, so I I had saw that. And, and Tariq Cohen, he, you know, He's got a little man syndrome, obviously, you know, no well, pun right intended, but look, that play, if, the if you've one. noticed, if you've noticed all of the smaller guys, a la Anthony Miller, you know, Gabriel and Cohen they play with a little bit of that edge. They're a right. little bit angrier. They've been told, they've been told no, a lot more than the players they're playing against in the NFL. And what I mean by that is these are guys that were told they were too small. We're told that they weren't going to be able to compete. We're told that they weren't going to be able to play at the NFL, and they're doing it on a weekly basis. My yeah. thing, my thing as a whole, and I do, you know, I do a ton of driving, so I do a lot of thinking. Whether it's about the Bears, Notre Dame, all my sports teams, I always, always, always do a lot of thinking. I think about the past, future, all that stuff. Back to what I was saying, though, you know, you know, when I was when I started to go off on that rant, my thing is last year, and I, you know, I'm not going to, you know, dwell on it too much, but we missed the boat so hard last year, and that basically just kick-started us to where we're at this year. So towards the end of the season, obviously, we knew uh, you know, the Cody Parkey thing was an issue. So you got, you know, we, we let these issues continue to fester. Fester. 
Okay, the quarterback issue continues to fester. It's something that needs to be attacked. Aaron and Ethan, or I don't know if Ethan brought it up, but Aaron, you did last week. Bring in competition. He's too goddamn comfortable. Okay, we you got drafted second in the draft. You're supposed to be, you know, this stud quarterback. You're Ryan Pace's guy. No one in Chicago, you know, you know, he doesn't, you know, tune into the media, doesn't do any of that stuff, and that's great. And I don't want to be negative about Mitch. I don't even want to talk bad about him. But, you know, right now with – He doesn't have it. Yeah, with the – yeah, he ain't it. Mitch ain't it right now, and that and that is what it is. And, you know, whether he can find that before his clock is truly up in Chicago remains to be seen. But like I said, I do not have the cons in Mitch right now and for the foreseeable future until he proves to us that he is consistently good. And I mean, if we go out and put up a bunch of points on the Chargers, which we should do, it's still okay. not going to make me feel yeah, much it's better. Not, it's not going to make me feel much better, but it's a start. But the thing is, is like it, it's 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 like one good game, three bad games, one good game, four. Well, you know what I'm saying? The thing is, on you know on film, he hasn't showed me enough to where I'm like, oh, okay. He um, plays too scared. He plays timid, bro. Like I don't. And I, that's I, a problem I see with them because it, at the same time, guess what? I don't care what anybody says. Every, every, you know, all over online today, everybody was talking, oh, well, yeah, you know, we really screwed up not getting, you know, Watson. And then people are like, well, look at what Watson did today. Watson threw two oh, picks yeah. and they lost. Oh, yeah. Well, and, you know what, and you know what? And you know what? The second pick fell right out of Kiki Kuti's hands and into the def- into Darius Lyons. So the second pick ain't even on him. But that, but that's that's part of my point though. You go look at Mitch. He has three passes today that should have been picked. I said this actually to a buddy of mine. Uh, earlier today, and I said, Mitch Trubisky has a horseshoe up his ass when it comes to interceptions because for some reason they just get dropped. I don't know what it is. There were there were two or three today that got dropped, and you're like, oh Jesus, like this. Could and there be a was lot. there was a lot there was a lot of passes too that he fit into tight spaces that were like, oh, I thought that that was going to get picked, or oh wow, right. I there thought was that, one, that one was picked. Was, uh, I think Anthony Miller that was like went through two play like it went right in between through two two players to Anthony Miller but his dumbass dropped it and it's yeah, like there's the there's moments the middle, where, the middle of the field right in between the corner and the safety right no this one was uh, I think it was a short yardage one but there's a lot of ones that like uh, there's there's passes I see like uh, like Ethan saying that like some of them are good but then you look at them and you're like okay he's overthrowing wide receivers. And He's look, I, I have I have no problem with this offense being like a five yard, you know, pass, let's get the ball moving down the field type offense. It's I'm not okay even with that, that right now. And it's not it I mean there was even get that started there was some there was a glimmer of hope there in the first half that you know, with Allen Robinson, um, you know, Trey Burton dropped one that was a first down. That's another the one that's fuck has he know, been on the year. Right. That's another one that you wish you got back, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm okay with the way that that offense is run, and but it's it's not running. That's the problem. Like that's said. that's it. But it, but it takes us to the heart here, and this is really simple. And I understand we, you could pinpoint and say a lot of people want to sit here and say this. A lot of this falls on Mitch Trubisky, which yes, some of it does because he is the quarterback at the helm. But this really dials it back for a second here. And it, the, the reason I have issues with Mitch today is because he had a lot of times that he had a lot of time in the pocket to get these passes off and to get these these plays done. But the part that upsets me the most is there's two things, and it's Matt Nagy and this offensive line. 
This offensive line is doing okay this year at pass protection. They can't run block to save a life. It doesn't matter who you fucking put back there. It ain't going anywhere. You could put the greatest running back in Walter Payton back there, and he's going to average two and a half yards a carry. Yeah, Sweetness wouldn't have anywhere to go, and, and he's, you know, arguably the greatest running back of all time. You could put anyone, Barry Sanders back there. You could put Jim Brown back there. You could put anyone back there. People keep talking about, oh, you put Jordan Howard back there. He's averaging 4.6 yards a carry for, for Philly. Yeah, you want to know, and I'm not being sarcastic, and I'm not being an ass about it. He probably averaged one to two yards a carry if he had this offensive line because Jordan Howard does one thing. He runs up the middle, and then he falls. And that's what he would be doing because he'd get hit two yards behind the line of scrimmage and fall forward for an additional yard. That's what he would do. That's the truth. Don't get me wrong. I love Jordan Howard as a person and as a player, but he wouldn't fit this right now. And it, it the problem is they're getting away from the run. And I listened to Matt Nagy's press conference today, and he pissed me off with a lot of several stupid little comments. And he dropped the, the infamous lines of, we need to get better. No shit. No shit you need to get better. You had two weeks to get better, and you brought that out. You brought that out on the table. That was your product you brought out after two weeks? Yeah, you had time to prepare. The thing, you know, and the thing is, these teams, you know, you see it with teams that have the head coach calling the plays is issues like this arise. You, and they brought you know, that up tonight, Brandon. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. They asked you him, they are, said, are you going to relinquish duties? Is there going to be somebody else that makes play calls? And you want to know what his answer was? Probably fuck no. His, my his answer, yeah, no, his answer was simply this. Uh, even if I do, you won't know about it. Well, that's true. I mean, yeah, that's fine. Fair. <laughs> what? Okay. But, I mean, dude, the thing fine. is, the thing is, gonna, the thing is, gonna, you no. got to look we're, at it like this. He has know. too much pride to give it up. But that's right now, right now. And, and this is, I hope, I mean, I don't think that, I don't think Matt Nagy listens to us, but look at, look at the statements that you make about the team being a we team and, and an us team. team and not a me team. Relinquish yeah. the God damn play call, Mark Helfrich, or however you say his name, because yeah. right now you're making it about your, you're not succeeding in calling the plays. The game plans that you're drawing up are not working we're, I don't have a stat in front of me, but I'm going to go out and say we've probably gone three and out on a vast majority of our opening drives this season. Oh, and yeah. That, and that is absolutely unacceptable on any level of football. Those are the plays that you're supposed to get. Those are supposed to be the layup plays. It, we talk about it. It's the most meathead football take of all time. But with this offense, like you said a couple minutes ago, guys, you can't afford to get behind the sticks. So I don't care. I don't care if, if they load the box eight deep. We run the ball on first down every fucking drive because our passing offense outside of Adam Robinson and a couple other receivers that had good games today, nothing. Our run game, nothing. The special teams faltered in areas today, picked up in some other areas. Eddie got the onsides, but getting a punt blocked, and you know, it's been relatively perfect this year, whether it's O'Donnell booming the punt, the gunners going down and down in the punts, or the guys up front blocking for the punt. So across the board, it was an absolute disaster. It's on to Los Angeles next week. But well, the, hold on, you know, hold on. This, this, go ahead. this is this is one thing that I wanted to bring up because no one's talked about it, and I want to take the pressure off the offense. The defense was horrible today. Well, uh, you're on I the, feel for 30 No, no, no. I have I to disagree. Win. No, and, and Ethan, I, I love you, but 
I have to slightly disagree with this because they were great in the first half. They were shit in the second half for the most part at the end because they had been on the field for so damn long. And it's like, what are you supposed to do when your offense trots out there and goes, okay, we're going to get two yards and then we're going to lose four yards here's, and then we're going to make the a thing, fucking play. Here's the thing that bothers me about the defense and, you know, backstory to this. Uh, my dad is in our fantasy football league. He's, you know, he's, He's an old man. He doesn't understand fantasy football. And I told, I taught him the lesson today of when it's, you know, 100% rain in Washington and Jimmy Garoppolo is your quarterback, you bench him because you're not throwing the ball. And I right. said, you, Teddy Bridgewater is your backup. I said, what you're going to get today is you're going to get the Bears playing in zone defense 90% of the time, and they're going to give up these little 8 to 10 yard routes to Michael Thomas. And Which did. Yep, absolutely. That needs to stop. I read a report right. no, earlier there, in the week. I read a report earlier in the week that that the Bears and Chuck Pagano let Kyle Fuller do what he wants to do, and he feels that you know Kyle Fuller feels more comfortable playing off the ball and because of his ability mm-hmm. to read the quarterback and read the receiver. He's the one getting burned half the time on these routes. The well, Bears and then need look to back, stop though, playing zone defense. Look at what happened today. Do you want to tell me who was covering covering Michael Thomas for most of the game? I'm going to go with uh, Kyle Fuller. No, actually, it was Prince. Prince covered him most of the game, and he was bracketed most of the time with a safety. And that's the thing, too, is Prince is not, you know, he's not fast enough to cover him. And Prince is a great guy, dude. I love Prince to death, one of my favorite players on the team. Go ahead. ahead. Well, my thing is, is like you said, you got to bracket him, but, you know, Prince is a quality corner. He's been a good corner in the NFL for years now. With you know, whether it was the Bucks or with Tampa or with uh, New York, he's he's been great. Where he's been at, he's been good with us. Standout guy too. But Michael Tom, I mean Kyle it, Floyd, you you got You got to do what Lamar is doing. You got to follow the number one. If you, and that's a pride thing. You got to go out and say I'm the baddest. You got to be like Jalen Ramsey. I'm the baddest motherfucker in the room. I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna stick Michael Thomas, and he ain't getting nothing. It's a no. Well, and I'm not zone. sure. I'm not even sure why that. You know, so because Ted Ginn is quicker than Michael Thomas. Right. Is that and, why and, Kyle Fuller's on it? And that's exactly what I was gonna say, Ethan. Is that's what I was agreeing with? Is you know that's what I was gonna mention was I think Kyle Fuller went on him because okay if. You know, Ted Ginn is on Prince. He's going to burn by him every single chance he gets. But there is a there's also some stuff. I agree with what you're saying that the defense wasn't great, but there were points in time they were good. But at the same time, I don't like this deeper off coverage. And the problem I had is there was a play today that I don't remember who the safety was. I have to go back and rewatch it. But Prince pushed. uh, I was it Ted Ginn that scored it or or Michael's. I don't remember. They pushed him off to the side. Or no, it was. I don't fucking remember. Uh, anyways, but it was they pushed off the receiver to the sideline. And so Prince got him to the sideline and the safety was supposed to have, have you know, uh, help coverage on the outside. And guess what? Safety wasn't there. Ha ha Clinton Dix. Was it ha ha on that one? It was ha ha. Yeah, he totally <laughs> got the he got the, the Chris Connie special today. Well, oh, but it's oh. it's not even just that. It's like, OK, you did your job in coverage. For Prince, you got him to the outside, and you were supposed to have back-end help, and he didn't have back-end help. This game, other than the— he might, You know, a lot of times that's hero ball, too, though. He might, You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes, you know, even though—and I'm guilty of it, Ethan. You play safety. I'm sure you're guilty of it. You may be in, like, a zone, but you see some guy ready to make a play. You try to get to the ball, and then, you know, either you jump the route, miss it, or whatever happens, happens, but— 
sometimes these guys, you know, they try to do too much. But you also have to remember you're a unit. There's 11 guys out there. If everybody, if every one of those 11 guys goes out and does their job on that play, there's a very small chance you're not going to see. Well, but that's what I'm saying is that there's point in times where I do see what Ethan's saying, that the defense was lackluster today. But oh, yeah, no I doubt. still thought they were fine. I think, you know— it's like know. an asterisk next to it just because they were given a short field a couple times, you know, after like yeah, the Anthony Miller the- fumble. And that and that's something that we got to do away with. OK, so um, I want to know what real quick before you say something, Brandon, you know what I want to do away with him. Miller? I want to. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's early. It's early it is. Early, but he's being it. a clown right now. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, got absolute- a, he's got to definitely. um I don't I know what the right word I'm saying is, but know his right role. Word. He's got to know his role. Here's 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 what you need to know about him. He needs to take his head out of his ass because the model, like you said a few minutes ago, is this is a we team, not a me team. And I saw a picture that got posted today on the Bears social media page on Twitter of his ass walking out to the to the field or, or you know taking the little walk around beforehand. And he's wearing some stupid little shirt and a chain and grills and going like this. And I'm like, all right, I get that you have the small man syndrome too, and you've been told first, no a lot in your life. First of but all, bro, that was that was that was terrible podcasting right there. So I'll describe his face. It was like a a terrible <laughs> attempt. It was like a terrible attempt at a cheese, and he yeah, was pointing was at his face. Yeah. Let me, so uh, we're yeah. ju- we'll we'll you just made set the, Kodak, the scene. You made the Kodak black face if you guys know what it is that like everyone does where they like, and the people do it with the helmet on too. They just like I know, do the it, they do I, the double Doctor Evil put both their pinkies on each side of their mouths. Most of the time they have grills, so it can look cool if done right. But goddamn, we need to win football. Fuck the grills. It's not. It, but that's my point though. Get get to football. This is yeah, about the, football. Stop the, being about you. This isn't about you anymore. Play fucking football, bro. And, and this takes me to like my point that I just want to go for a second because this is what's bothering me. And there's several things, and this is why I'm annoyed at Matt Nagy. So Matt Nagy, during his press conference today, literally said this. He said, I want horse blinders and earmuffs for my team this, this week. He said, I want them to all ignore the negativity coming from the outside media. I do not want this media to divide my team. Well, guess what, Matt Nagy? Your team sucks. You suck. Maybe they need to listen to the fucking media for a minute. Because you suck and nothing's changing it. So you want to pussyfoot around and tell me, eh, you know what? We don't want to listen to the media. We're we're just going to. We're going to sit in our little bubble. We don't want any negative feedback. We don't want anything negative. We're going to be okay. We're we're just, we need to be better. Yeah, the fuck you do need to be better. And you're not being better. And I, and I maybe point a out. little bit of negative criticism. Maybe something will snap in somebody's head and go, oh shit, we suck. Maybe we need to stop sucking and play for the guy next to me. Because this yeah. week, well, I mean, I mean, last, four, last week four straight. Four straight drives of booing from the crowd. I think that that pretty much made a point right there. Whether Guess or not they want, they whether they want to, bro. They yeah, but do you know how much well, money they're paying for that shit? You know what I'm saying? Like tickets expensive. I, hey, I'm a college student. You're a college student, Aaron. I don't know your financial situation, but I'm all of a sudden hesitant. I have the go- fuck mortgage. Yeah. See, but you got a mortgage, so you're like, oh <laughs> shit, I was ready to go. I was ready to go so many Bears games this year, and I'm still gonna try and get to one. But it's like, goddamn. 
My what buddy, is this shit? my buddy, We're... for next week, for next week, my buddy spent six hundred dollars on three tickets on the four hundred uh, level section. That's absurd, I'm gonna tell bro. you. I'm gonna tell you straight up right here on this podcast, Ethan. I will see you next week. I will be at that Chargers game. We will be taking a week off a of hot mic, but we will be uh, doing some some on tap and hot mics type stuff with uh, Buzz, myself, Juice, and a couple others. But what I want to say is I'm just lucky that I have two friends that have season tickets that they pay for. And this is why this is a situation that we're talking about. So Buzz mentioned this earlier, and this is a shout out to our buddy Buzz. His dad and him spend $2,500 to $3,000 somewhere in that area for season tickets. You have every right that you spend your hard-earned money every year on season tickets. You have the right to boo. I have the right to boo because you're putting a shitty product out on that field. I have every right to boo. I don't care. Guess what? If you're bothered by the booing and you don't think fans are backing you, then don't suck. I'm not going to sit there and cheer for you every step of the way to to coddle you to try and make you feel better. Just fucking put the product out there. I, I don't understand where that's so hard to think about. And my thing is, too, is back to your comment about the media and Matt Nagy. So the way sports work in general, and this is since the beginning of time, is obviously the sports played. The media covers it. The fans pay their money, buy beers, buy you know hot dogs, all that bullshit, the jerseys, okay? Without the media. And, you don't you know, exist. Without the media and companies like ESPN putting your product out there for people to see – you don't exist. That's why teams have mandatory media meetings. That's why you have things like Sean Lynch not wanting to talk to them and people getting pissed off about it because your team is required to meet with the media. Without the media, you don't have fans. You want to, Ethan, speak. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pass the mic to Ethan. Okay. So I used to play semi pro football. Okay. So we'll, we'll call it like it is. Call a spade a spade. Okay. It's basically beer league. We didn't have fans, okay? So no one comes to our game. There's no money in the account. It's just a bunch of dudes going to play football, okay? We had yeah. my brother following the team. It's like we're the, playing in the we backyard. Had, yeah. We had my brother following the team as the quote-unquote media making his little parody spoof show, and we somehow got a following, and that's how Ethan ended up coming to my game and stuff. That's a small model of how sports work. Right. So, yeah, guys like me that, you know, and, and Aaron and Ethan, you know, we're just podcasters. We're just – we are avid sports fans that are passionate about this shit. We put our hard-earned money into going to see the game, spending money on merchandise. We spend all week, you know, you know, taking in content, watching videos, watching interviews, watching, you know, going to Every- training, going to training camp and watching you guys fucking practice. We yep. do it all, okay? So, you know, like you said, Aaron, pardon me for being a little frustrated with the product that we're seeing on the field, especially with how hard they spoiled us last year. I mean, I'm going to yeah. go out and say it. I would have almost just rather had us suck last year if this is the shit that yeah. we're going to go through this year. Cause you Absolutely. Can't, and that's the most Chicago thing ever is get our hopes up, tease us, show us how good we truly can be, and then just fall off the wagon. And it's, you know, it's absurd. They got to dig deep, man. They just came off the bye week. They're playing a terrible team next week. And, I mean, dude, if we lose next week, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to come on the microphone. Done. Everybody uh, keeps yeah. talking. Straight up, bro. Everybody keeps talking. There's all these different types of groups on, on, on social media, Twitter, Facebook, all, all the different things right now. Oh, it's, and, all and, it's all garbage. It's all garbage. It's all garbage. But here's the, here's the thing. A lot of people are like, well, we need to win uh, you know, two out of the three next games. No. We need, we to, need win to win the next, next game. We yeah, need to win it. the next game. It don't matter. At a time. 
Oh my win god, everyone week. sucks. If you everyone don't win sucks. next week, you're playing the two and five LA Chargers, who are abysmal. And I'm gonna tell you, they're gonna have a problem with one fucking guy on that team right now. Oh, That's man. Austin Eckler because that dude catches everything thrown his fucking way. He had like seven catches for 100 yards today. He's just gonna keep doing the same shit. Philip Rivers is gonna go dunk, dunk. Dunk, and he's just going to keep running by everybody. Nobody's going to stop I mean, him. Yeah, when you're playing eight yards off the ball, that's the plan. Just yeah. keep throwing it where the defenders are not at. I saw that on the first on the first um Saints drive. The, no, no, yeah, the first Saints drive. And I'm looking at Kyle Fuller like, buddy, is this your first game? What are you doing? They're everyone, like eight, nine everyone, yeah, he was like eight, nine yards off the ball. And I'm like, all right, bet. I'm, you know, and and for our listeners that you know may not be, you know super knowledgeable about football a lot of times a receiver will have you know an option route where they could do a drag or a slant or they could do whatever the hell they want if they see him eight yards off the ball guess what they're gonna do go right in front of him and catch it he's gonna yeah he's gonna curl in and he's gonna get five yards thank you and then guess what's gonna happen you could do right there on the on the route tree absolutely kyle has nothing for and by the time roquan or trevathan gets over there it's game he gets five yards no, it's hysterical because it's like you play eight, nine yards off the ball. So, okay, so say – so he plays eight, nine yards off the ball, and then Michael Thomas is going to run up. He's going to get five yards, and he's going to go, I'm just going to curl back. I'm going to curl back. I'm going to get my five yards, and we're going to come out next play, and I'm going to do the same goddamn thing because he ain't going to do anything. And the, the stat – or not the stat, but the thing I want to bring up, I saw somebody talking about it today. They were like, well, the Saints played you know, eight or nine in the box all day, and, and that's why the Bears couldn't run. Guess what? I don't give a flying fuck if they played eight or nine in the box because guess what they were doing? They were the, Bears, the Bears wide receivers can't get open other than Allen Robinson. The tight ends can't get open other than Allen Robinson as the wide receiver. And guess what? When you could just fucking guard one-on-one and go, eh, whatever, let Allen Robinson get 10 yards every couple times, and then Mitch is going to overthrow somebody, and then we know they're not going to run it because we're going to just stack the box, and they're just not going to run. Because guess what? The Saints can't stop an outside run, but guess what we didn't do today, guys? Didn't run to the outside. Didn't run to the outside. Uh, Who could run to the outside on this team? Probably every running back and probably Mitch Trubisky, but... Yeah, fuck it. Throw 54 times. Oh, we need to get better. We need to get a run game. Really? We do. How many weeks have been these? Have been have they, have they been saying this? Seven weeks. Yeah, but, now. They, but the thing is, is like, and and we weren't even down. You know, what was it? It was you two got nothing, two run, nothing, bro. and then no, I know. <laughs> no, no, I, wait, I'm wait, trying. Hold on. I'm trying to Brandon, think of the schematics from the beginning listen, of the game. Listen to this though. I love this 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 phrase. I was listening to the press conference tonight. <clears throat> Uh, so, so what happened at, at the start of the second half there, Matt Nagy? Oh, uh, well, you know, we were down 12, you know, 12, 10, we came out, we wanted to establish the run again. And then Montgomery fumbled it and then they went up and they scored and it was 19 to 10. And, and it kind of drew us away from getting to the run. Cause, uh, you, know, you got to pass the ball to score. And I'm sitting there going, dude, yeah. you were, you were down nine, bro. Yeah, you're down nine. Dying, you're yeah. down nine with 13 minutes left yeah. in the second, third quarter. You got a you whole, got, you got a whole half basically. You can like, still, you can't run the ball. Okay, you can't run the ball if you're on two possessions with like you know ten minutes or less like, in yeah, the game. You know, fine. You got thirteen yeah. minutes left in the third quarter alone, and you go, eh, f- 
Fuck it. Like we're was just... I think it was Ethan that said it earlier. It was very Madden esque where they were just oh, going absolutely. out. You know, you look at your Madden stats at the end of the game, and unless you're a badass dude with the sticks and can run the rock with someone, ninety times, you know, nine times out of ten, throwing anybody it. that plays Madden is just throwing it every play. Well, and, and that just makes. And if you play, I'm gonna let you in on a secret. If you're playing against me, I'm blitzing every play. So someone else that is not on the line. Is coming for your quarterback, and it usually works. So I play man coverage, so you're gonna fuck me up. So uh, yeah, I'm, but that's the thing. I'm that's the thing. Too. We I'm too. so <laughs> going on going on our defense. You know, we have the capability to play man, and and, and as a corner, which is what I don't understand. You have the cover. A, you, have the you should want to play. You should want to play man. That's how you well, get but, paid. That's how you become a legend. You play man. Not only that, but then just play man and play cover too, and and you're you're good as gold. Like, cool, you know? Yeah, because no, if you, I mean, if you think about it, the real only spot in the cover two that's open is the middle of the the field between the the middle. Guess what? Two safeties, but you're not gonna have enough time to get it there. And two, if you do get it out there, Jackson probably gonna take it away from you. Because that's that's the fact right there. I saw a play today actually by the Packers, which God forbid, fuck Aaron Rodgers. I'm not getting into that, but he made. He, but no, he got me like a thousand points in fantasy today. But I just can't. They're just it's 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 almost like it's just how it's supposed to be. Like well, we just have that one good year. They're down. We come back. They're like the best. They're the best team in the NFC. I'll say it. So they're second best. They're second best team in football right now. Eh, I don't know. 49ers are better. They can win a sloppy nine nothing game. Anyways, my point. That's that was a, that was the real stinker of the week. That was the stinker of the week. So anyways, like I wanted to say though, it, it came. It comes to the fact that like. So Aaron Rodgers made a play today in their game, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not making this about the Packers, but they he made a play today. They showed it from the backside. He looked the safety off, which was stupid as shit because that that he put that corner on an island, and I'm like, well, there's a touchdown to fucking I think it was like Kumaro or some shit, and I was like, hip, yep, there you go, you know, Mitch Trubisky. Anytime, can't do that. anytime Kumaro breathes, all of Green Bay cheers. I cannot stand I their love, love for love. I know. But but that brings me to my point though. It's like you know we're calling the game me and Buzz and all of a sudden it's like they're towards the end of the game and it's like the ball gets hiked and Mitch just stares down Cohen and doesn't like there was one play like I said at the end of the game pissed me off because he stares down Cohen who runs an in route for four yards on a six fucking yard like fourth and six and I'm like. You know, in order to get a first down on, on like, fourth and six, buddy, you need to at least make it to the fucking sticks or it was third down or some shit. I mean, you know you got to make it to the sticks, man. Like, I don't care that you're quick and shit, but if you go a couple yards short, you know you're guaranteeing yourself an opportunity to not get that, especially if you're Tariq Cohen, who's going to do this loop-de-loop bullshit and try and get somewhere and and do this and do that. Nobody can see what I'm doing right now. Like play calling. Really? Then who around here says stop being fucking Welcome back to the podcast. I love you. Honestly, Ethan, we got to quote Ethan and make that the like header of the podcast, because I think that's actually, if I have a stop being cute counter for Ethan on the season, and I think he's been on, this is his third or fourth. That's the first time he said it. So welcome to the stop being cute club, Ethan, because it is fun over here. And, they just got to stop doing it. It's I'm got everyone. That, the header this week, stop being cute. No, it's straight up. They do. Um, You know, the, these play calls, this, this end around with fucking, you know, Allen Robinson and all this other mumbo jumbo. Play football, guys. Like, here's here's how I want to put this to an end, guys. If anyone else says anything, go right ahead after I say this statement. I love the Chicago Bears. That's the part I don't want people to get twisted. 
I have tons of stuff. If I could pick my my computer up and show you guys right now, I will show you after we get off this podcast. I have this hat rack behind me, and that's not even the whole array of my Chicago Bears hats. I have a bunch of jerseys upstairs in my my spare room. Obviously, I'm wearing a bear sweatshirt, a bear's you know uh, shirt underneath. I got you know sweatpants with bears. I love this team. This does not mean I am done with this team. It's not like I give up and throw in my bears card. Oh, but but here. Yeah. I'm here till the day I die. If this team wants to continue to suck for the rest of time, it's going to kill me sooner. But the fact of the matter is simply this: they suck right now, and that's facts. I don't care who. And what and how you want to fight it. They suck. Oh, well, they were in the same thing last year. You want to know what, though? This feels different. And you want to know why this feels different? It's because Mitch isn't any different. The offensive line sucks. We have injuries left and right. You're supposed to have better players, but we suck. And I just don't feel like it. The Bears are five and a half point favorites right now walking into next week. And you want to know how uncomfortable that makes me feel? That makes me want to throw money on the fucking Chargers. Well, yeah, all right, so let me like let me in a betting way, bro. Like, how did we end up favorites this week? <laughs> like, well, because the Chargers are two and five. That's a no, 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 no. I'm saying this week though against the Saints. Because, I was well, I was Saints, talking about it with like people at work and shit because a lot of the people that work in my bar they all gamble and shit. Well, because I, I was just trying to make sense of it. It doesn't make sense well, to me. Well, the reason it they they became favorites is because they're pretty good at home. And at, the line opened at three, went to three and a half, and then went to four when Kamara got uh, officially put out. From my understanding, a, a three-point favorite is technically – is a, a push. Even. Yeah, it's a even because you get – yeah, from my understanding, you get three points from being at home. Yeah. So technically – really, Unless you're a really, really good team. Like you'll see teams like the Chiefs or like the Patriots – travel on the road and still be favorite. But most times in like an even match game like today, yeah, I guess you're right on that, Aaron. Yeah, so it was kind of a push in a sense, which yet again, they still screwed themselves and lost by 11. So I don't really know. So to my point, that's why I'm saying like, it's not that I'm over this team. I'm going to obviously watch them till the day I, you know, I, I can't, but they're probably going to be the ones that put me six foot under. Right. It's, to, you know, it, it's just to the point though, it's like, you just got to give me something. And I'm off this train of Mitch Trubisky. I don't care. He could go out for the next 10 games and, and light the world on fire and win MVP, and I'm going to still go, yeah, but well, okay. I mean, he's obviously not winning MVP, every MVP at this point. But, you know, it, it just to me, it's just like, I okay, if you turn around, cool. But I just still, there's this this little thing in my head that just goes, but when? But when are you going to let me down? Because I want to know when this team can just flip a switch and go, we're not going to let you down anymore. We're going to continue to show you a good product. It just doesn't happen. They showed it last year and you fell off the wagon this year. And there's a lot of things that play into it. And I, I, I have nothing really else on that front. Ethan, I mean, what else you got for us, buddy? Welcome back to the show. I mean, I think at the end of the day, you know, we have to remember that these guys are all professionals and, you know, um, I've never been one to disagree with what, you know, Matt Nagy has said in this press conference. You obviously know, like you said, that they have to get better. They'll go back to work tomorrow and uh, and uh, get working on uh, the Chargers. And like everyone said here, I think that's a team that they can beat. Um, you know, it's another opportunity for them to win at home. Um, but if you go out and you show your home crowd 
two weeks in a row of what you put out today, I mean, it's just not going to be good. If, um, if, I, even I still, if they I, look, if they look like they did this week by halftime, my ass might be home before the end of the game. I'll say that now. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's going to be interesting like, to see how they bounce back. Um, I mean, this was the worst loss of the Nagy the era. Yeah. Um, it's time to see how they bounce back from it. You know, if they want to prove that they're a team, this is how you, this is when you, you know, come together as a group. Is you where you find got, who, you who the got, real men on the just, team are. Yeah. You just got your ass handed to you at home by a team that, you know, you probably that had a backup quarterback, a backup running back, and a backup tight end. Right. You know, and there's no other way to put it around it. You guys got beat. And the yeah. thing is, too, the thing is, too, Aaron, this is, they, you know, as far as running back and tight end utilization, that is their bread and butter. The guy, and even, you know. And they still work good with it. And they even do weird shit with Taysom Hill. They're not a conventional offense. They're a by any means necessary offense. Even with as great as Drew Brees is, dude, I'm I'm so glad Kamara didn't play today because we would have lost by a thousand. We oh, would have yeah. lost. Uh, Ethan would have been. Ran for Ethan yards. Ethan would have been ranting. Like I would have been ranting about Mitch about the defense because they there would have been nothing. They would have been on the field all day and they would have been getting scored on more because they had more weapons. Like the thing is. You just you got to go back to the drawing board. You got it. You know it's you gotta you gotta in a sense try new things that you you know you gotta try new things on offense. The defense for the most part just don't get them on the field so much. Well, yeah, for the most part the defense is good. The special teams obviously just had a little bit of an off day in some areas, but in other areas they had one of the best. You know, side kicks two in one game almost like that. You know yep. the that's the unheard of. Tiptoe, you know. If Broniker had a little bit smaller feet, we got two in one game. You know, he didn't have clown shoes, we got two in one game. But, yep. but I mean, the team And you as also a whole, got lucky because Will Lutz missed a couple field goals. Yeah, he missed, what was it? He was one for three before he went on for, I think, the late field goals. I think he went two for four yeah, on the day. And during that game, I said, they're giving you this game. They're yeah. giving you good field position. They're giving you the opportunities to drive down the, the field. The, they couldn't move the ball. And then that's the biggest upsetting point about this all is, okay, we got the smacking from Oakland, you know, in London. Fine. I don't like to say it. Chalk that one up is for a BS, whatever eh, type of loss. game. Yeah, you're allowed but, to get one of those a year. That was like but, our Miami game, you know. But bounce back from it, you know, bounce back and go, okay, we got the week off. We're going to come out. We're going to come out with, you know, everything firing on all cylinders. Keep moving, whatever. But you come out and, okay, you fight for a little bit. At halftime, it's only 12, you know, to 10. All right, there's a chance. We're doing something. Yeah. And I honestly, you once they the got that. You got away from the run. You were only down nine, man. That, that's that's the problem. You, I understand you're you're afraid to, to do these things, but these this play calling is, is atrocious. You're just, you're not, I, 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 I just don't get it. That's right. And, that, and, and how do you go last week in the middle of the week and say that you want to incorporate the run? But you run the ball five times in the first half. You because ran it wasn't ball. because it wasn't working, so you yeah. decided to just give it up altogether and let you know whether or not. I saw a tweet earlier during the game after a long drive that Trubisky just threw the ball and it just. I think it might have been a three and out, and it said that's what this organization thinks of Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, it, it just 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 let it let it whip, you know, and it's it's abysmal that he's 
he's averaging like 4.6 yards or whatever it is on, on, yeah. on attempt. And it's like, but it, check so, down God. It's not even just check down God. It's the fact that it's just one read. He's giving, he's not. His he, first read is the check down, baby. It, it's either the check down or it's <laughs> Allen Robinson. And it's like, what Alan are you Rob- doing? Allen Robinson is a certified number one in this league. Absolutely. And, that's the, that's and you the can't be so bad as we got, you know, uh, we, got a, we got an actual number one for the first time in a long time. It's not just that. You're wasting a lot of talent on this team with what's going on Look, right here, now. Here's the thing, and I know we're looking way ahead with it, but there are four guys that have their contracts coming to an end the next year. Tariq Cohen, Leonard Floyd, Trubisky, and Allen Robinson. And right now, Allen Robinson is the only one out of those four that will end up getting paid when their contract comes to an end. Right yeah, now. Right now, by, I'm gonna, I said this earlier. Drops, when I said this drops. It goes back on mute. I fucking <laughs> love that take right there. I, I'm just going to say this. When it comes to a certain somebody that, that either, man, we're going, fuck this shit. The rails it, didn't, yeah, they didn't even put the rails <laughs> down. Yeah. They said screw it. They just, so anywho, when it comes to a man like Leonard Floyd, okay? I'm going to say this real quick. I'm done with him. Okay. I know Mac was quiet today, but Leonard Floyd made that play where he tried to jump on the pile when Latavius Murray just carried everybody on the defense and he tried to jump on the pile and I go, well, you stop being a dumbass, number one. And number two, Khalil Mack's getting double and triple teamed. And hold on here. Floyd, where the fuck are you? I, 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 don't, I don't see the guy. I, I haven't seen him like all year other than like week one, maybe a little bit. Uh, wait, where have you been? I don't see you ever. So I'm done as of this season. Cause I think it, it's either the contractor or was he tagged or, or is he tagged next year or some shit? Can we rescind that tag? If that's the case, like, cause I, I don't, I don't want to pay him at all. He's terrible. That's just, it's another guy that, you know, just seems to be a bust. Unfortunately. I, I mean, I don't think I don't say I, I don't say win. bus tag, but it's he hasn't. Not. It's it's ten. Ryan Pace went up to go get his guy, and it was a situation where they honestly probably could have waited, saved whatever they gave. I don't remember the exact trade, and I remember when we drafted him, I was like, "Fuck, why?" He undersized, doesn't look like, you know, what was he coming out of college like two thirty something like that, two thirty seven, yeah. I think he weighs. He, he is he is a quality player, but he has not lived up to his potential. But I mean, he's gonna ask my- he's gonna ask for a big bag next year, and I just don't you know there's not enough money my- to give to him. So, you know, if you've got a guy, God, you could put anybody, put just somebody opposite of Khalil Mack that can just get something done in a one on one. You know, I just don't understand that you've got a guy. I think. Maybe- I think the thing is, is he's better at the intangibles aside from getting a sack, like setting the edge and things like that. But he doesn't make like the the kill shot plays. You know, he's right. he's more he of makes just kill a, shot plays against the Packers, and that's it. Yeah, true. And and that's what's annoying to me is like, okay, well, stop. And God damn it, he plays the Packers near the end of the year, and he's gonna get like four sacks, and everybody's gonna be like, just chuck out the money for him. Fuck it all. He needs it all. Like back up I, the Brinks truck. Yeah, pack it up. It, it's the same one that the fucking offensive line can't stop now with all their money that's in front of their faces. Yeah, you know, it's just it, it, 
it pisses me off that like you have all this, like I said, you have all this talent and I feel like you're wasting it. And it's not that I don't think, you know, I, and I'm not backtracking. This team can still do a decent amount of damage with that guy at the helm. But a lot of the, these guys need to take their heads out of their asses because it's just not working right now. And I don't know what it is. And, you know, oh, and, and the whole this whole hoopla at the presser today that they also kept talking about was, oh, you know, it's not that it's not that our guys don't care. We all care. We all care about what we do. And it's like, really, really, you t- you, you care about what you do. Can you show me that you care? Because when you go out there, you look like you don't. You look like you just get walked over at times and you can't do anything. You know, it, it's like, Brandon, do you go to work? I, I, I mean, I'm not saying anything to anyone. I, I know my work ethic. I go to work every day and I give 100%. But don't you go to work and give 100% because you want to make sure that you have a good name on your shoulder? Yeah, and the thing is, too, especially with where I work at, I've worked for the guy for seven years. Trust yeah. me, basically with his life. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I I have not only my reputation, but his reputation upholds 100%. I yeah. obviously, as a, as a younger kid with my high school jobs and other stuff like that, that it's was not different. the same. But you know, as I'm getting towards the end of college, um, chasing after being a sports agent and just working in professional sports and just being like 25 and a quarter century year old, Whew, I just old as shit. I, I, I finally turned the page for all my family members out there that knew the little shit me. I have finally grown up and I see the world for what it is. And one thing I did see today and I didn't like, and yeah, you've said it a thousand times, is the players currently as it is sitting do suck. And that, you know, that's something that I do not want to say, but it is absolutely true. We got to figure it out. Just ju- you got to just show something that. That I just don't see, I guess to say in a way, I don't see the hunger. I don't know what it is with any of them. You know, you got Absolutely. people that, you know, I, I feel like Mitch plays scared. I feel like, you know, Tariq Cohen plays with too big of a head that thinks he's too fancy. He went on Twitter right after the game and started talking shit to the guys that, that were calling him short and everything like that. And it's like, dude, just, he you just to learn lost. directions because East and West is not, is the, not the correct run. way. Absolutely. He plays like Devin Hester, but for God forbid, Devin Hester played as a better wide receiver than this kid's playing as one. So it, it just doesn't, it try, doesn't He tries work. to dance too much, and he play, yeah, like, I, I forget, Ethan, you you bring it up perfectly with Ethan West comment. I saw one play, I think it was either a little bit before or a little bit after the height, after height gate, we'll call it height gate, um, and he, it, hell, it, it might honestly even been the height gate play. He literally ran like 10 yards on a straight line and didn't go forward for like an inch. Like it was just like, it was like, what are you doing, dude? Trey like, Burton did the same thing. He yeah. caught the ball and ran down the line. Thing and is, I'm like, the thing bro, is, just go north-south. Yeah, in high <laughs> school in high school and in college, and especially for Tariq Cohen being as good as he is or has shown to be, he was playing against people that weren't his caliber. So he was able to make that run in college and in high school and in peewee. But once you get to the NFL, everyone is at that level of athletic as you. You see it with guys. See it with guys like you see it with guys like Baker Mayfield when he tries to hit the corner, and a lot of times it doesn't happen. He's not as fast or as good as he was, you know, running the rock as he was at Oklahoma. It's just different. You cannot afford. It's just, it's pointless. It's, it's absolutely pointless. There's no reason 
to make a unilateral movement at any any point in your life, whether it's a job, school, on the goddamn 50-yard line, go forward, not backwards, or sideways, buddy. <laughs> like, just go straight. Yeah, just just make the play. And that's the biggest thing, man. fall down. Just fall down. Just stop you know, wasting it. You know, it, it's it's just all the, the shit talking, and, and there's just different things. Like, I could go on and, and break down each player that they need to stop doing this and stop doing that. There's just too much shit that, like I said— I, he needs to stop that stuff. Miller needs to stop being, I feel like he's all about him. And that was a concern I saw slightly with him prior to all this stuff, bro. Don't get me twisted. Has Anthony Miller been all right? Yeah. Last year he was all right. I mean, 400 and something yards and seven touchdowns, but guess what? What have you done for me lately? Cohen, what have you done for me lately? You know, result driven league. Yeah. Driven league. And none of you have done diddly squat for me in the last several weeks. I'm gonna I'm gonna say what the Cubs said at the end of last season. John Lester said it best. Maybe this team needed to get their dick pounded in the dirt for them hey, to figure it out. You know, and, and God damn it, you know, it, it, maybe that's the thing. But I, honestly, right now with the shit that I see on social media, guess what? I don't see it. They got their dick handed to them here, Ethan. And then the first thing that happens is I see Tariq going on, you know, Twitter talking shit to to the players. And it's like, well, there it goes. Maybe what you need to maybe they really need to get their dick handed to them. Maybe they need to go into next week and lose like 28 nothing to the fucking Chargers and then really realize that you got your dick handed to you. Because for some reason, I don't feel like they felt like they got their dick handed to them tonight. And I'm going to keep saying that's so weird to say, but it's I don't feel odd, like it's an odd statement, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I just don't feel like they was, got their asses to to the yeah. There was a way to win the game today. And that's what makes it hurt even more. It's like the comment I said earlier, just suck last year so that this doesn't suck as bad. But everyone in Chicago thought this was going to be a Super Bowl contending team. And I don't remember which one of our, you know, our, our colleagues at on tap, whether it was buzz juice, one of the guys, Put it out there on Twitter. We are not a contender, bro. We're not even, you know, very realistic. We could not go to the – we might not make the playoffs this year. It's very realistic, and there is a very realistic chance that we don't even go 500. The way our schedule is set up and the way we've been playing down to our competition and just not playing Chicago Bear football, it's absolutely disgusting. And, Aaron, like you said, with all the talent on this team, it's absolutely unacceptable. I've said it for the last weeks with the defense – this is the talent that we have on that defense is generational talent. It's a defense that, you know, if we do everything right, we go out and handle business, win a Super Bowl, we'll tell our kids about one day as the greatest defense of all time. But I've said it a million times. I love yeah. this team. But if you go out and you win me a Super Bowl, guess what I don't care about anymore? I don't give a shit what happens anymore. Just win me a Super Bowl in my lifetime. Do I want my team to still be good? Absolutely. But if you win me a Super Bowl while I'm alive, there you go. You get my thumbs up, and I could just go back to being a happy camper for the rest of my life. I got See, a buddy that's a. I got a. I, is he I know. A Patriots you're a fan? Bit, no, no, no. Is you're, he a Patriots fan? I know what you're gonna say about this. I know you want more. You want multiple and all that stuff. But I got a buddy I'm that a greedy, is. I'm a greedy bastard, dude. I don't go. Don't get me twisted. I'd love to be a greedy bastard, but I want to be a realistic bastard, and I just want one. Just give me one while I'm alive. I feel and, you on that. I'm not old enough to have seen '85, Brandon. Don't think I'm that old, damn it. Uh, but I got a buddy that's a Cubs fan. Getting there. Yeah, shit. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, I got a buddy who's a Cubs fan, and he told me the one thing. He goes, that's all he ever wanted to see in life. 
And would he be happy with more victories and, and World Series for the Cubs? Absolutely. He said, but he got to see one. So that makes him happy. And you know what? It is what it is. But I I just don't see that. I, I don't know where we go from here. I, I, I won't even feel good if they go out and trounce the fucking Chargers. I'll be like, you did. Congratulations. It. Yeah, you did. We're back. We're back, to, to, we're back to. We're back to step zero right now. And yeah, it's about we're, going yeah, from here. Yes. Going from here. Step one would be to beat the Chargers, and we find out from there. This team needs to go seven and three the next ten games. And three yeah, losses, I think. Three losses, I think, is Brandon a, or not, is a fair Ethan, amount. Ethan, I don't honestly, man. Even if, but the way that the I'm gonna see is shaping up, I, I don't even stack. know. I don't even know if they if they win seven out of their three if they're even still making the playoffs. Playoffs. It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be it. Oh my god, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Playoffs. Are we talking playoffs? No, no, straight it, up. It, it is one week at a time. It's one day at a time. And, Absolutely. And I said it a couple weeks ago after the Oakland loss. Club Dub. See you later. All these Instagram posts, see you later. All these tweets, all this extra bullshit, see you later. You're getting paid a lot of money. Go out and play football. You played football all your life. Obviously, we understand you're more than just a football player, but that is your job. That is your profession. If I went into work and mailed it in and not gave a fuck, I'm getting fired. Just like everybody who listens to us, just like everybody else on Twitter, just like everybody else on Instagram. You're a little bit higher on the social spectrum and the wealth spectrum, and your profession is of the utmost importance to a lot of people. And it's just – it's one of those things where you just got to dig deep as a team. We've seen it. They went 12-4 and four last year. They surprised the whole nation. We are yep. pulling the absolute most Jacksonville Jaguar move. You know, yep. if you look at the Jags from a few years ago, they were a couple plays away from going to the Super Bowl – possibly playing against Philly and giving them a run for their money. Since that happened, Jalen Ramsey is gone. Dante Fowler is gone. Blake Bortles is gone. They got oh, a good, good gunslinger down there in Gardner Minshew who's Woo! handling his Stay, but, right. yeah, yeah. He's he's a good quarterback. I'll give it to him. I but, love him. <laughs> you know, this was a win now team. The window was small. The window is now getting smaller. Yes. As our, as our co-host Comiskey would say, figure it the fuck out. Because if the window shuts and this team doesn't even show up in an NFC championship or a Super Bowl, I don't care about any of this rah-rah, this club dub, that, none of that. It was fun to watch last year, but you set the bar high by doing that well. Now you got to go out and execute. Really? They're just not doing it. I'll, I'll say this this real quick too and, and you know this is also from our host here comiskey i hate sports today so uh i'm gonna take that one and run with it but for real um you know i i would shut everything down man and, and what pisses me off is you know matt Nagy, like i said came out in his presser and said we need to not listen to the media and what's the first thing you see from a bears player after that game responding to barstool sports call him corny which it was corny on their part it is what it is is the but, content but guess what, game. man? But don't even, you know, yeah, that's Why? the type of shit that you. No, but listen, pay attention to the media, but not that type of shit. Pay attention. Don't, but don't. I'm not saying to like respond. I'm saying pay attention to the media. Like as a as a Bears team, well, I would have I would have you know? them all in that fucking room tomorrow morning. Turn on ESPN and watch and have them watch 
how badly they get bashed by every motherfucker on there, and then just go, see guys, we're a joke. Hey, we're if a joke that, and if that, does if that not doesn't motivate, pile you up yeah, and spin things around, here. then get the fuck out of here. Club Dub, you're officially closed until you give me a reason to reopen, and I'll tell you what that reason is. That is being in the NFC championship game, winning it, and being in the Super Bowl. That's when you can see Club Dub again. Because I love Club Dub. It's been abysmal this year, but that's when that can return. This needs to be a reality check. Stop. I'm not saying don't talk on social media. I'm just saying, why are you responding to stupid shit, number one? You want to talk about you don't want them to pay attention to it, and then you go on and you respond to things. I, I, I swear to God. If Tariq Cohen doesn't get called into Matt Nagy's office next week and or you know Monday or Tuesday, whenever the fuck they show back up, I swear to God, if they're off tomorrow, that's a damn joke because you're a damn joke of a team. Then he needs to be pulled in the office and be like, dude, you need to stop. Like, stop feeding into it because you look like an idiot. This type of stuff needs to be stopped. You have one week to figure this out when you go up against L.A. Because guess what, Brandon? If this doesn't get figured out, it's nine days away from the trade deadline. If that's the case and you can't even beat L.A., I'm going to call every team in the NFL and go, uh, hey, yo, uh, what you want? I'll give it up because my team sucks. Click. Fire sale the shit out of this team. I'm not saying everybody. I'm saying there's some players I, I'd say Sayonara to at this point. I won't name them by three, name. Three sure. and three is a failure right now. Three and three Absolutely. is a failure right now. And, and there's people out there that say, well, this team was three and three this point last year. Okay, but this feels different. This just isn't right. That's the that's my point. I, I, 100%. I don't, yep. you know, it, it's underperforming. I'm not saying I want six and oh at this point, but this team sure as shit probably could be, but oh. they should at least rightfully be four and two right now. Hey, I'm going to go out and say it because I finally made it onto the internet after the game. Quote from the great, and this was this is something that you can go ahead and – Brian Urlacher, post whatever the hell you want on Instagram, okay? It's a picture of him back in Marcus Colson in the 06 NFC Championship game, and it says, be what this city's famous for, comma, Chicago-style sports, hashtag sports change everything. That's as simple as it has to be said. By the GOAT himself. Fuck all the extracurricular for 60 minutes every Sunday for a little bit of time during the week on the practice field and in the training rooms. You are expected to be great. This is a franchise that holds, you know, to a little bit of a higher standard being one of the original franchises in the NFL that's, you know, around and kicking. So you just got to go out. And be, I'm going to steal it. I'm going to quote that. You got to go out and be better. How about that? Bears on tap says you gotta be better. Matt Nagy says it. It's the most cornball shit you can say in a presser, it's, but it's, it's the most it cut and dry true fact. thing at this point. It is, but like it's annoying to the fact that I have to hear that every week. And guess what keeps happening every week? You're not better. I want a Deshaun Watson style breakdown on why you need to be better, Matt Nagy. How about that? <laughs> That's what I want. It, it's Don't just. just I, I, Tell them what we need to be better at, no, and then I, unfix it. Oh, we lost them. We lost you for like halfway through that. I didn't. I lost them. That's I guess <laughs> communication on my end. Just like just, the Bears' offense today. Hey, you know it, you do. You got to be better, man. And, and it's very simple. You don't tell me you need to be better. 
and then run the ball seven times and keep telling me you're going to run the ball more and you're going to run the ball more. And then you run it seven times, which is a franchise low. I don't, you know, and, and actually I just saw this and, and thank you to our buddy, old Ron Luce. He actually just tweeted this out. He was sharing this, that, uh, it was from another post, but it says the bears have gone now six plus quarters without sacking the quarterback. Oh, Ron, I love you, but don't, don't give more things to have nightmares about tonight, Ron. Hey, and all, you know, all I really have to say to end this night, other than a few plus sides from this team, let's just go over a quick, quick thing. And then I have one last little tidbit that maybe will make people feel better. So Ethan, um, you were the closest on the predictions with 24 to 20 in the favor oh, of the thank Bears. God. Love that. If, if they would have won 24 to 20. Bucks. Hey, 50 if they bucks. Won 24 to 20, and we would have, like, you know what I'm saying? If the Saints would have won 24 to 20, I got to pay Ethan the money. I, I would have been canceled. So all I of us were wrong on the players because everybody sucked, but I, I mean. No, I, I, did I say Eddie? I, I was wrong about the field goal count, but Eddie had a great game. Right. But I just mean, you know, as a whole, the, the, there wasn't much of a bright side to this game. Obviously, let's just close this out with saying, you know, uh, Allen Robinson was solid. Uh, Broniker was solid on special teams. Cordero was good on his special teams play with the return, uh, which was a sweet angle by Fox. Thank yes, you for getting so really fucking cool. That was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Um, it was like outside, inside, outside. I was like, oh, Jesus, I want to watch this all over again. You know, and then, you know, um, and then Eddie P, man, you know, it made the lone field goal attempt he had, made all his extra points. Almost was an onside kick god tonight. Uh, almost went two for two if Broniker's leg wasn't out, which kind of sucks because if Broniker wasn't the one that got it, Quinkowski was right there, so he would have got it. So it's like, damn, man, you know, he had that. So I'll give him, I'll say he was two two for two. And then uh, special award of the night goes out to Cody Parker for doinking another one off a field goal post for Tennessee. <laughs> I did see I that. I was going to end the note on that. And did, I was going to say that uh, on the bright side, Cody Parkey did hit the upright today. So I just, if one thing came got, out of this day. You've got to be kidding me, man. Like straight up. Like You can't make that? it up. You can't. You can't write that. It's. I mean, it was an extra point, but I was like. So it was like, Jesus, man, like there was already an over under set and how many times he could boink it off a fucking upright. And now the thing is like, all right, he's already done it once. Like is Tennessee. Yeah, they won today against L.A. But like, are they really going to settle for that? (laughs) Because like he's already had one in in, like his first game with Tennessee. So kind of makes you get the jitters for a minute. So. Thank you, Cody Parkey, for at least giving me some sort of uh, entertainment for the night because everything else was bad. So I could smile for a little while. Some kind of Every, enjoyment for the day. Everything yeah. in the world is right when the dawn occurs. Oh, I know, right? Um, so anyways, guys, after that piss poor of a game and our rant of the night and we've gone way over time, I don't give a shit. Uh, hopefully everybody enjoys themselves. Um. As always, guys, though, make sure you go to Twitter and give everybody a follow. You can follow me at Premier Print. Follow Brandon at Beatdown300. Follow Ethan at Ethan underscore Wiles10, is it? Is something goofy like that? That is it. At a guy. Fuck yeah. Hit that home run tonight. Um, 
You know, as always, guys, also make sure you go follow on tap Sportsnet uh, on Twitter and Bears on Tap. As always, go to ontapsportsnet.com. Uh, we got, uh, I believe, an article that should be dropping here from our boy Peabods on the recap of the Bears game, which I wrote for him. I said it's very easy to write this one up tonight, guys. It just simply says we suck again. Um, you know, other than that, though, guys, you check out everything. Bull, uh, Bulls are about to start, guys, on Wednesday. Blackhawks are, you know, underway. So we got some more Chicago sports, uh, you know, winter sports going on here soon. Go check out all those articles and all uh, all the fun stuff over there. Hey, Brandon, you got anything else to say for this uh, final saying of the night, my friend? I'm still going to give him a bear down. We got Los Angeles and it must win again next week. So got to just go out and get it done. Absolutely, Brandon. So as always, guys, see you later in the week for the preview game against the Chargers. And everybody, bear down. Bear down. Bear down.